Has your local footy club had a recent clangor or challenge? Well, Amy is here to help. The Amy Clangers for Good competition is back for 2024. This year, Amy are donating $10 for every clangor recorded during the AFL season with eight community clubs in the chance to win up to $15,000. If you want your club to go into the running in 100 words or less, tell us how Amy can help your club bounce back from a recent challenge. Enter now at amy.com.au forward slash clangers for good. That's amy.com.au forward slash clangers for good. T's and C's apply. KO's got you covered for this footy season with every game of every round live and ad break free during play. AFL, here we go. Carlton versus Melbourne with no ad breaks during play. That is going to be an absolute banger. Last time these two uh, got together, well, not the last time, when I was there, I kicked three. Freo versus Swans, live with no ad breaks during play, exclusive in Victoria. And the Hawks versus Saints, live with no ad breaks during play, is going to be an absolute blockbuster. It's a must win for both of these teams. And don't forget the NBA playoffs. Gee whiz, they are going off at the moment. So many big games to mention, and they will be absolutely enthralling. Watch every game live with both Eastern and Western conferences live with ESPN on KO. There's absolutely plenty of room for everyone, so get on board with KO. Now also available on Hubble. Yes, welcome back to Dylan Friends. This episode of Dylan Friends, or actually I should say this episode of Teach Me Please, how to meditate with my good friend Ryan Mannix. Now, before I get into that, welcome back to Teach Me Please, ladies and gentlemen. This episode of Teach Me Please is brought to you by our beautiful friends at Lululemon, creating transformative products and experiences that build meaningful connections, unlocking greater possibility and well-being for all. That was my first time doing that, by the way. You did well. Did you like that? Very good. I'm not the best Rolled off the reader, but that was uh, that was the best I do. Hey, Ryan, how are you, man? I'm good deal. Thanks for having me in. Mate, I'm so excited to do this today. We actually met recently at, at a party. At a party. Yeah, well, I mean, it was a pretty mellow party. Don't think of it like a... Oh, maybe for you. <laughs> Speak for yourself, man. <laughs> As in, in terms of, yeah, it's not like uh, we're party animals. Well, wow. I'm not at least. Maybe you are. Who knows? But um, <laughs> we did. We met briefly at... Um, M's party. It was M's great. Bit, it was yeah. nice to, to catch up and I'd heard a lot about you, so it was nice to meet you in the flesh. It was cool because I'd heard a lot about you too, but you know in this world when you haven't met someone, you don't know what they look like. And then mm. I was I was like talking about you probably two hours before with M and then you were there and it's here like, hey man, I'm here. And I was like... And then I just learned that you have an eight-month-old as well. That's you great. have a nine-month-old. Fantastic. And your our missus, our, missus, our partners are both in... Um, nutrition. Nutrition. Crazy. Fuck hell. This is, this is a bit of a universal thing's happening. Hey man, today we're going to learn... About meditation. Yep. I'm I mean, excited. Yeah, I think it's 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 really it's been a useful tool for me. So I'm love I love sharing it and I love talking about it. And it's it's not rocket science, even though it sounds like sometimes it sounds a little like people are intimidated with meditation because it's like, what's the technique? What do I do? You know, how do I do it? I can't do it. Like I'm too busy. So there's lots of barriers, but it's nice to talk about it because we can sort of break down some of those barriers and make it really simple. So it's it's helped me a lot. It's helped a lot of the crew that you know I've I've worked with. So I think it's 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 good for the world meditation. We speak about a lot here, uh, like a tool belt, and just like having different things on your tool belt, and like knowing, you know, when to use them. Whether it be communication, it could be a breathing technique, could be millions of things. And I think meditation is that one that I still haven't nailed on my tool belt. Like I don't have it there yet to be able to like sort of gra- drag it out when I need it. Yeah. Um, obviously done a lot of really cool work with um, Emma Murray who comes on the pod a lot around mindfulness and, and meditation and uh, guided meditations is something I listen to a lot but I think yeah I really still want to 
upskill myself, and I'm sure a lot of people do today um, in this, which we're really excited to get to. Hey, talking about yourself, though, and your story quickly, mm-hmm. take me back to like 18-year-old Ryan. Could, could you imagine you're doing what you're doing now? Like, Has, has meditation been a part of your life or was it something? I mean, you've... funnily enough, Dil, yeah, when you say that, like I look back and in reflection – by default, like I was a runner back yep. in, when I was 18. I can picture myself like as a schoolboy trying to chase like Victorian teams, trying to represent Victoria, at the, you know, national cross country championships. And, um, you know, everything I read was running specific. I was m- motivated to train every day. I sort of loved Steve Monaghetti and the, the guys in, in Ballarat. So I noticed when I wanted to, when I finished high school, my first thing was I was going to move to Ballarat just to hang out with the crew. If someone's ever inspired me, I've, I generally sort of go out and try and hang out with them for a bit. So um, that was my 18-year-old self. Definitely wasn't meditating. However, I was working with some coaches that would um, definitely steer us in the direction of like visualization techniques mm. and so forth, which was helpful for races like picture yourself running well or picture yourself running strong over the ground, visualize, you know, what's the weather like? What are you wearing? What's the course like? And that I found was helpful. It kind of rubbed off on me in the race and I could feel those moments of like steadiness and strength. And maybe that that visualization technique was, I was already practicing meditation and I didn't really even know it. Plus, I mean, mindfulness is, um, we talk a lot about mindfulness in the modern world and how we, Meditation is more of a sitting practice, but mindfulness is a practice that we're just showing up with day to day, like just to be here and feel that we're here or be involved in this conversation. Often the case is there's a lot of mindlessness, like uh, my body's here, but my mind's somewhere mm. else. What's next? What am I going to have for lunch? What are, you know, what was the email? Like, you know, how we can sort of, I'm sure a lot of listeners will be able to relate to that. Like you're here, but then actually the mind's somewhere else. So mindfulness is just bringing attention into the present moment and, um, and I think I was doing that a lot by default with running. And I know you've played footy and, you know, training when you're sort of in the moment and you, you, your attention is sharp and you're clear uh, and you're right where you are. And I think that's a, it's a nice way to look at mindfulness, just to sort of be right where you are. So that, that was sort of happening by default. Like I'd go out into the bush. I, I went to Ballarat to run. And um, that was, for me, it felt like I, I could decompress out there. I'd go for a run in the forest and and you know get into the hills feel my breath and naturally i was a lot you know i was very mindful in those moments but then i'd go back to you know back to my real life and i'd be like busy again and and my mind sort of thinking two steps forward or hanging out in the past so and i think the thing is mindfulness doesn't teach us just to be in the present moment it's like it's good to learn from our past you know we can learn from our mistakes and also it's good to check out the future. I, I set intentions still and I have goals and I'm driven and that gives me zest for living. But being mindful is a, I feel like it's a lost technique these days. So it's because we're always multitasking and there's so much going on all of the time. So to be present with life as life is happening in the present moment, it's, it sounds simple, but it's not easy. So that's where mindfulness is helpful to bring some technique in. Mate, so good. Can I, before you continue, that was fantastic. The mindlessness, I'd never heard of that before, but that is... It hit me between the eyes. Is that what it was? Mindlessness? Mindlessness, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Nice. Like, it, it's, yeah. like, that's me. I feel I mean, like I'm it's very me mindless. Too, mate. Yeah. Like, it's like, I feel, I feel like, you know, we talk a lot all of the time and it's it's sometimes like the incessant thinking mind. It's just, it's on and on all day. So to have little pockets where you just sort of quieten down and it's not, you know, we'll get, we'll get into this a little bit later, I'm sure, but, you know, meditation isn't getting rid of thinking at all, you know, yeah. but it's just to be present with your thoughts, to be present. How am I looking after this moment if it's, if it's the seed for the next moment, then kind of makes sense to look after what's happening now. So if I can bring my attention into the now, then I'm, you know, obviously it's going to be best for 
it's stepping me in the right direction for what's happening next. Love it. Back to 18-year-old Ryan. Yes. I know you wanted to talk a little bit about that. And I, I love talking about some of the reflections of as a runner because I think, you know, when you play sport or when you when you have a hobby or when you have something that you're passionate about and you put your, put your attention into it, um, there is a lot of mindfulness and there is a lot of presence. So that was really good. It put me in a good stead for, you know, being able to focus, being able to pay attention. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously the training and so forth. I love training. I was an overtrainer back in the day. So I'd love getting out, I'd get out and I'd, I love pushing my body and challenging myself. Um, and that would probably be a little bit of the opposite to what meditation is like the striving and the, you know, the seeking and the, uh, you know, the, the pushing and the, I was very hard on myself. I used to stand on the start line and I'd put a lot of pressure on myself. So if I had have known these skills back then of more of the meditation stuff, I think I would have been a a lot, you know, a lot better off for it. But, you know, I I would talk myself out of the competition before even the gun even went. I remember standing in the start line at the world championships for the first time. I was in uh, representing Australia in duathlon, so it was run, ride, run. We're in um, Budapest in Hungary, and I remember looking at a photo of myself, and I was just as white as a ghost. I wasn't in my body. I was so in my mind. I was so nervous, and it was in my first world champs. And gun went, and I reckon I finished, like, not last, but, like, I was definitely on the tail end of the, the field. You know, I was just – and I did put a lot of pressure. But, you know, if I had have known meditation back then – Meditation is just learning to relax more. Mm-hmm. It's as simple as that. Like, I think it's really helpful to just learn how to relax, especially these days. You know, life's fast. We have goals. We set intentions. We put pressure on ourselves. We think other people are putting pressure on, on ourselves as well. But so it's just learning to relax more. And that's not only good for me, but it's also good for you. Yeah. You know, if I can relax more, it's going to be good for you too. And you. Yeah. Where'd you find it? Well, it's interesting. You know, like I, I was doing, I was competing professionally as a duathlete and you know running was my passion and then so my whole life was like I was identified as a runner and a duathlete and then I got hit by a motorbike so I broke my hip ended up in hospital and um it was a longer than expected hospital sort of you know I had some problems with my broke my my hip joint and broke my femur and had a lot of complications so you know, I remember asking the doctor the first, when he came in the surgeon, the first question was, you know, when can I get back into running? And he said, mate, you're never going to run again. So I was like, that was like a big sort of like, it kind of knocked me for six, that one, you know, not not going to run again because my identity was, run, was running. So I sort of went into a darker sort of place where, you know, like I wanted to sort of isolate myself. I didn't want to talk to people. It was like, it was, I didn't really, I wanted to focus on getting back into running. And, you know, there was a, it was, if I look back at what is a dark time in my life, it would have been that that little moment where I was like, you know, working through the battles of not being able to run again and having this injury and being like two weeks out from a world champs and trying to have a second crack at it. Um, and then a friend of mine, funnily enough, I was doing lots of rehab, like physio, Pilates. I tried yoga. I didn't really love yoga at the start, but, um, and a friend of mine, you know, opened a yoga studio and just through yoga, I found meditation. I, I was re sort of sparked into the practice of meditation because I was going to yoga not for a physical workout because like I trained for so many years gym running yoga wasn't like a physical workout I didn't never looked at it like that even though like by default you kind of work the body a little bit so my intro was in a studio practicing yoga I found meditation like just being able to calm down a little Mm -hmm. bit just being able to feel grounded or slow my breath down to soothe my nervous system you know just these little simple things that we can do on the daily basis that you can really have a, a 
can help so much, you know, can help so much of our lives and also the lives of others. Like, you know, when you go home and you had a busy day and you go home to your family and you, your eight month old is, you know, there and you got your partner and it's, it's pretty easy to walk into the room and if you, and feel someone else's energy. So if you're walking in busy and frantic and like, you know, get out of my way and you know, your partner's going to feel that. So it's like, if you can practice these little techniques, it's like, do it for you, but also do it for other crew. I love that. It was really interesting. Um, it's reminded me of a uh, analogy of, oh God, I don't know who said this, but I was actually at a, actually it was Hugh Van Kongenberg said this. And it was around the gratitude and, and mindfulness and, and all these types of things that we're talking about today that all have profound impacts on different sort of parts of yourself. And someone said to him, you know, I don't practice gratitude or mindfulness for myself. I do it to be a better person for the people I love. Yeah. And I think that's actually a really cool part because I think something that, you know, is really related to me a lot in this sense, in this space and things that, you know, I let myself down with sometimes. It's very easy to let yourself down. Like, because you, it's just you, right? Mm. You're like, oh, I'm not going to meditate today because it's just yeah. for me. Yeah. But if you actually put that sort of meaning on it going like, no, I'm I'm doing it for me, but I'm actually doing it for other people as well. It holds a bit more of an accountability sure. to it. Um, whilst it's really good for you as well. So it's yeah. sort of a bit of a, a win-win. Yeah. There has to be, to keep motivated with it, I think there has to be some kind of self-interest involved. Like there has to be some kind of benefit for self. But yeah. like you said, if you can throw into the mix, like I want to be a better dad or I want to be a better partner, or I actually want to just go into the office and have that quality of Not just, hate everyone. It, it, not hate everyone, <laughs> you know, and some days you do and, and other days you work on that. You yeah. know, it's like, and that's what we're doing Try here. working with Darcy though. It's sort of hard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's doing pretty well at the moment, but behind the scenes, everyone. Um, but, you know, I think it's it's helpful to notice that um it's not a, it, that's why it's called a practice because some days you sit and your mind's really busy and you, <clears throat> you get into that criticism and judgment and you could be you know and it just gets and it heightens it yeah but then other days it's it's actually the opposite you can kind of relax more and you just open let the mind sort of open to the, the skylight quality that it is so it's not always like going to be you know rainbows and butterflies and that's not the idea of it anyway it's like just to sit and make friends with your own mind i think that's a that's a really helpful thing to do really like that and just to double down on that point because i think it's super important is you're sort of saying there that if you know you're still going to have shit days still going to have good days still going to get angry still going to get pissed off but what do you think meditation does for you that maybe if anyone else experiencing those things and isn't sort of mindful in those senses is it what you're learning more from it you're just being present of it and you can maybe detach from things quicker or like what do you think um, the benefits are in that sense i mean look the, the more that you sit close your eyes and just focus on just relaxing just, yeah that's as simple as that like just make I, I remember doing a retreat with a guy called rupert spirit he's a really nice meditation teacher and i remember he said um Maybe one of the goals of meditation is just to be kind and, and kind to the inner critic, kind to yourself, kind to your own body, your own mind, because to the degree that you can be kind to yourself is the degree that you can be kind to others. So mm. just to sit and have a just a attitude of friendliness, just to sit and be present with your own body and your own mind and notice that actually I can keep criticizing and judging and thinking I'm doing it wrong or, or I can just sit and listen to life with an attitude of friendliness. And the idea being, you know, if if I can be kind to myself, then imagine talking to someone like it's the last time you're going to talk to them because maybe it will be one day. So it's like, how can I come at the world with an attitude of friendliness rather than an attitude of criticism and judgment? And I'm always sort of, I have that inner critic all of the time mm -hmm. and I'm constantly strengthening it because I can't do this or I need to do that or this person doesn't do that right. Or So if I can just sit down and learn to relax 
and just have an attitude of friendliness and listen to life sort of rather than sort of step forward, kind of feel back. So sit back and kind of even just feel back two or three centimeters and just listen to life with an attitude of friendliness. Are there sounds happening right now? Oh, there's that thinking happening right now. But you're wrapping your arms around it with friendliness rather than like, oh, I can't, my mind's busy. You Mm -hmm. know, oh yeah, there's that busy mind again. But it's like you hold it with kindness rather than you just keep strengthening that that critic, which, um, yeah, so it's, it's, and then the, there has, if I can be kind to myself and just I can learn to relax more, like you said, you know, I'm going to talk to someone. But my next interaction at least is going to perhaps be a little bit more easy mm. and relaxed rather than <clears throat> it's going to be that frantic critic, you know, and, and we can go down. We all know we can keep going down that path and strengthen that quality or we can do something else. And meditation is inviting us to break the momentum and do something else. I know everyone listening right now wants us to already get in and teach them but i think there's some really cool <laughs> points that i want to touch on beforehand because to lead up to that as well one thing that i've has really helped me probably in the last i'll say 12 to 24 months and i knew this probably 36 months ago yeah. but it just takes time to sort of you know really click and what sort of mindfulness and meditation in the in the small sample that i've done with it um so i'm already realizing it's actually helped me a lot more than i actually think it has even if i haven't done it a lot is the the idea of like you are not your thoughts and like it's almost like you're just listening to the like your mind versus your thoughts are two different things. And even if you're thinking something or talking to yourself, that's not you. Like it's someone else. Yeah. And being able to like it really clicked when you said before about that part where you go, oh, there's that thought again. Oh, okay, it's just passing by. Mm. Let it go. Like yeah. it's just being able to call that sort of stuff out and and, and know that like just because you think something doesn't mean it's you it's just in your mind yeah i mean a lot of the thoughts that go through my mind lack a lot of substance you know if i think about if i sort of if i listen to my thoughts for a moment they kind of they just it's like it's like a merry-go-round there's there's Mm. no substance it's just like they go it's just a a cyclical sort of a a pattern that so the idea of yeah like and i like that you said like that you notice now that perhaps some of the stuff that you're doing in the past has been helpful because that's the thing meditation isn't like you know, if I go to the gym for two or three get months, muscles, yeah. you know, I, I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I think I've got some biceps now, some pecs. I mean, I'm still working on that. But um, <laughs> but then, you know, the, the idea is it takes three or four years, like, to just look back. And I know that's – and it's it's like the long game a little bit because I know that we all want a, a quick fix. Yeah. But if I can just sit quietly and even if it's just – and we'll talk about – maybe we can talk about now, You, how do I sort of – how do I practice this stuff on a daily basis? How yeah. do I make it part of a ritual? I really love that book, Habit Stacking. Yep. I was sort of into that sort of habit stacking before, you know, I read the book, Atomic Habits, I think it was called. Um, and I like the fact that rather than try and add something on to like make it, could we do it like in a in a way that we'd, we're kind of like, if you wake up in the morning and you brush, you, you brush your teeth every morning, you go to the bathroom, you wash your face, you brush your, t- your teeth, then you walk out the door, you feel good. If you don't brush your teeth, you walk out the door, you kind of, you feel mm. a little funky, something's, something's a little off. So if you eat in the morning and it doesn't have to be time measured, you don't have to do it for 20 minutes or for an hour or, you know, if you just have a little time, it might be boil a kettle while the kettle's boiling, just sit down and be still for a moment. Close your eyes, focus on the breath, let your shoulders relax and just listen to life as it's happening right there and then, and that's it, one minute. If, however much water you've got in the kettle, it will take that long. But So it can start really simple, you know, and I think the idea is that it's less of a – because I know people will say, well, how long should I do it for? And, and, you know, 
what's the goal of meditation? And the idea is actually we're stepping away from the goal. It's like, sure, we might we might use some technique to settle attention. So I might use a mindfulness technique like the breath. And I know you were talking at the start of the podcast before we jumped on about like some mantra-based meditation. So it's some words that you come back to if you're unfamiliar with that as a listener. So there's maybe an anchor to come back to. And the anchor is just there so that you notice when the mind's gone off. Because if you don't have an anchor, sometimes it's you just spiral into thinking. You, you don't notice that you're actually doing something. You, you're pressing start and you, you're actually participating in something. So have an anchor. Sit, settle the mind. I, th- I find the breath is a helpful one or a mantra. Um, but then at some point, just let the mantra dissolve and just listen. Just listen to life. Again, with the clear careful friendly attitude just listen to life because life's happening right now and it's an opportunity just to listen to it as it's happening the body's always communicating so it might be a chance to listen to the body or you could listen to the thoughts um but you're right you know if you were to think about who am i and this is a question i don't want to get too deep on this one but get into it. <laughs> who am i you know if we were to think about who am i well okay i'm not my thoughts because they've changed in the last years i'm not my beliefs because they've kind of shifted and changed you know the more i read and my body's obviously my body's a part of me but it's changing like i'm getting gray hairs like my i'm you know i'm getting so that's changing so who am i if, if i take away the somebody suit who am i so meditation points us in the direction of actually where that that witnessing quality that's present with life so i can feel back into that and just notice that yeah maybe i'm not so much my thoughts i can kind of it gives me agency to discern. I can choose this thought, I can choose another thought, or I can keep going down the path of frustration, irritation, I'm sitting in traffic, I'm on punt road, um, or I can just actually learn to relax right now. I can. So it gives me agency to choose more wisely, meditation, because I've realized that actually when I rest back, I can notice the movement of thoughts. So I can notice thinking. If I don't practice meditation and mindfulness, it's hard to notice thinking. It's just I go off into spiral. Mindlessness as Mindlessness, well. yeah. yeah. I feel very educated already on that sense. I think we've got a really good base of like what meditation is, why we do it, um, some ways to sort of get into it. Before we get into sort of some bits and pieces around um, actually getting in, breaking down, mm. and maybe even doing some practice ourselves. Yeah, we can make it real simple. I think it's helpful yeah. to just break it down, make it really simple. What Definitely. is it? You know, do you want to do that? Yeah, I just want to say one thing before that yeah, because yeah. when you said it before, have you read The Power of Now, Eckhart Tolle? I haven't, no, but no, I've got I it on my bookshelf. Like okay. I. It's one of those books I haven't picked up. No, well, I've got it on my, uh, I've got a very, a Kindle that's got a lot of books that haven't been read on it, but I always like bought, like get the books there. So one day when I actually do read them, they're there. And my mate, uh, who's, you know, a frequenter on the podcast, his name's Ali Tarai. He's like, he went to Eckhart Tolle and like, you know, he's, he loves his meditation. He's going to be pissed off that I'm talking about it because I never meditate with him. And he was talking about something the other day. And we're getting a little bit off topic here, but about how you said before, like, what actually are we, right? Like, mm. this, your body you're in is like a vessel. Yeah. When you really break it down and you think about it deeply, like, what is, like, what are we? Yeah. It's fucking crazy. And it's, and a nice reference to that is what are we not? Like, if I kind of feel like, well, I'm, I'm definitely the center of my own universe, that's for sure. Like now and again, it's like I feel like this separate sense of self. Like I'm here and you're there and like, you know, soon I'll be out on the road and it's get out of my way and what's in it for me and, you know, I need to get this and that. So there's a constant sort of seeking and grasping and striving. Um, but when I let go of that and I notice what I'm not, yeah, maybe, I mean, I am this body. I sort of walk and talk around in it, but maybe I'm more than that. And I am my thoughts because they arise and I can, I can, 
you know, my thoughts will get, will steer me in a certain direction, but maybe I'm more than that too. I am my opinions, but actually my opinions, you know, I can, I can let go of one and I can hold another one. Mm. So what am I, you know, it's an, and it's, and it's a question that you don't have to always get the answer to, you know, but because meditation is put your hand up to your ear and just listen for a moment. And it's like, the I don't know is also a good answer. Do you know? It's mm. like inquiry. It's like, oh yeah, well if I'm Dunno. That's a good answer, you know? Oh you don't have to have the answers. Because having the answers all the time, it's like I figured it out. Meditation is more free yourself of yourself. Don't worry about figuring it out. Like just you don't have to have the answers. Just kinda relax and let mm. go. It free yourself what, of yourself. That's a great quote. It is what it is. Whoever came up with that one was going deep, even though they didn't know it, or maybe they knew it. That was me. <laughs> um, all right, let's go. What what actually is meditation? So meditation, I mean, you could describe meditation as being yourself and getting to know something about who that is. So just sit with yourself, as we've just been talking about, like notice the movements of the mind and how busy the mind is and notice how back behind the thinking there's a part of you that's witnessing or a little bit more steady or peaceful. Um, it's it's being yourself it's not trying to fix or change or get rid of it's just being yourself getting to know something about who that is i think that's a good definition of meditation does breath work mindfulness mindlessness sort of come under that yeah realm as well like is it mindfulness i would say mindfulness is more like a a mindful technique is to notice breathing so it's bringing your attention into the present and that's tricky you know it is simple but it's not easy because my attention wants to be here there and everywhere like it's here for a moment you know what, and then it flickers off and it's somewhere else and then it will go off and rest somewhere else for a moment. So it's all over the, the shop. So mindfulness is, okay, I'm going to bring my attention into what's happening right now and I'm just going to try and keep bringing it back. I'm going to s- strengthen that muscle of attention just to bring it in- attention into the present moment. And again, the word is do it kindly. So just kindly steer it back. When the mind drifts off, just kindly steer it back into. So that's mindfulness. That's mindfulness is being here and now, being right in, in the present moment as you are. Mm. And then meditation is then from there, when I bring my attention into the present moment, just to listen to life, just to, to meet life. Living is it, is it just living, just to be present with life. The sounds that are present, the feelings and emotions that you might be experiencing um, when it's good, when it's bad. So don't look to do meditation just when there's a, when you sort of, when you've had a challenging or a crisis moment in your life, I feel like that people will try and turn to meditation and that's great, like all well and good, but do it when life's easy as well. Like just be able to sit down and close your eyes and focus on breathing, bring your attention into the present moment, a mindfulness technique, and then just listen to life, allow life to be as it is, and then life will let you be as you are. Like so let it be and it will let you be. So you're not trying to change life. I want this, I need that, I have this, but I want that too big, too small, too hot, too cold. You're just allowing life to be as it is. So you're listening. It's a, li- meditation begins when there's listening. How often do you think big, like at the beginning you need to meditate or attempt to medica- meditate to see benefits from it? I like you saying medicate because it's like it, it is a form of... I didn't mean to. <laughs> <laughs> it is a form of medication. It's like a, it's something that's good for our mind. But how often do we do it? Do you want to do it? Is that what the question was? How often I got yeah, stuck like on medication? Yeah, like I say, people might be going, you know, oh, geez, committing to it every yep, day at the beginning 100%. can be a bit overwhelming. Yep. But is there, do you think that you have to do it, you know, an hour every day and no, start to do it? Or is it just all. a once a week sort of thing you can start off doing? Yeah, that's a great question. I think it's 
little and often is better yeah. than long and not often. So little and often would be like one minute. I remember a teacher used to teach what's, what was called a bed med. So it's like either in the morning or at night when you go to bed. I find it's helpful in the morning. Just kind of before you roll out of bed, set your alarm for one minute. Like if you're waking up at 6 a.m., set it for 5.59 or maybe 6 a.m. Anything with a five in front of it these days feels a little clunky. But, um, so set and just sit before you get out of bed, put on your timer like a, on your phone and just have like a one-minute countdown so it has a bell or some kind of alarm and just close your eyes and focus on breathing. Focus on relaxing. And you might even relax on the exhale. We'll do that at the end of this podcast. We'll have a little practice together. But focus on something. It might be the breath. I think it's a really helpful technique. And then that could be it. The bell goes, roll out of bed, and off you go. And just for that one minute in your day, you've been present, relaxed, open. So in the present moment, the present moment doesn't know dissatisfaction. It doesn't know busyness. It doesn't know planning. It doesn't. The present moment is just happening. It's just as it is. So for that one minute, best as you can you just practicing being where you are and what generally happens from my experience of teaching people and um is that people want to do it more so the one minute becomes two minutes might be three minutes might be five but rather than okay the goal is to get to 20 minutes make it less goal orientated just make it easy keep it easy i think that's the best advice i ever had was like just take it easy with yourself make friends with meditation rather than trying to make it something that it's not like it's goal oriented. I'm trying to, there's no gold medals in meditation. If there was, you know, like who knows, but yeah. it's like, there is no gold medals. You're not trying to, it's, it's actually the opposite. Stop trying. Just relax for a Just moment. Do. One yeah. minute. KO's got you covered for this footy season with every game of every round live and ad break free during play. AFL, here we go. Carlton versus Melbourne with no ad breaks during play. That is going to be an absolute banger. Last time these two uh, got together, well, not the last time, when I was there, I kicked three. Freo versus Swans, live with no ad breaks during play, exclusive in Victoria. And the Hawks versus Saints, live with no ad breaks during play, is going to be an absolute blockbuster. It's a must win for both of these teams. And don't forget the NBA playoffs. Gee whiz, they are going off at the moment. So many big games to mention, and they will be absolutely enthralling. Watch every game live with both Eastern and Western conferences live with ESPN on KO. There's absolutely plenty of room for everyone, so get on board with KO. Now also available on Hubble. The um, really interesting part about meditation that I probably struggled with at the beginning when learning was like, you, I'd be like, I'm not doing this right. I've got a busy mind. I keep losing. Mm. You know, I keep thinking about stuff. Mm. And when you're saying before about that mantra of either your breath or, um, you know, a verbal mantra that you're saying in your head to keep bringing yourself back, it's actually fine, isn't it, to be thinking about things in that one minute it's or normal. that two minutes. It's so normal, but it's yeah. just to be able to go, okay, there's that thought. For sure. Thoughts are helpful. Like thoughts got me here, you know, it steered me to Google Maps and mm. I had my favorite playlist on and I thought about, oh yeah, I want to listen to that song right now. And I just had a bun me in Smith Street and that was great. I thought about what I wanted to Nartrang. eat. Nartrang. Nartrang, yeah, you yeah. got it. Mm. Um, and then I thought about wearing this t-shirt to see you guys. You know, I thought the thoughts help, they're, they're helpful and planning and so forth. But what's not helpful is all the other stuff, like the criticism, not doing it right, you know, I should be better, you know, like why is that person like this or yeah, that person sucks or, you know, all that stuff I don't find is very helpful. So actually I can just sort of park that for a bit. And even if that comes up, then you could just meet that with friendliness and come back to what you're doing, which is breathing. So it's useful to start, like just press start 
and then have the technique. So to press, to start, so rather than just sit and like twiddle your thumbs, all right, I'm just going to sit still, sit and then have, okay, I'm starting right now. So I'm going to focus on my mantra or my breath or, and then at least I've started something so I can come back to doing it because I noticed that my, my mind drifted off into mm. the t-shirt and um, you know what, I'm looking at it now and I'm thinking maybe I should have worn the blue one rather than the gray one. You know, like my mind will, and did I even have the blue one? Maybe that's still staying from the, you know, like it just goes off and then the minutes up and I've lost track of where I am. So it's helpful to have something to come back to. So press start one minute, focus on breathing, relax on the exhale. If the mind wanders off, come back to breathing out again, relax. And then the minute will be up soon enough and you get on with the rest of the day. And it starts there and it's that simple. And then you're a better person for it, at least in the next interaction. So when you go out and you see your, your baby boy, you know, um, you're going to have a nice interaction with him. So it's it's going to be good for the world. And that's mm-hmm. cool for the world. Like I think it's, it's helpful to notice if I can be more peaceful and easy just with myself for that little minute, I'm going to be more peaceful and easy with the next person. What do you see the benefits of people that, you've taught that study like what are what are some of the things that even you've just observed as someone that's with them versus the things that they have said that is improved in their life you know when you were practicing meditation deal what how did you feel when you i mean i know you said you sort of struggle with it because you had a busy mind i have a busy mind i think it's like busy mind we're all got busy minds in this room you know like it's a pandemic is busy mind because it makes sense. We live in the city. Like I'm not living like I'm living in Torquay, but like it's still busy in Torquay. I don't know if you've been down, down there recently, but so busy mind because we want to get things done and it's helpful. So I don't think we can, you know, like unless I go and live in the bush and I'm off the grid, my mind's probably still going to be busier than even at that point. But how did you feel when you sat for a bit? Like even when you were focusing on your mantra, did you, what was the, did you have little pockets where you felt a certain way? Definitely. I think like the one part, um, that is really powerful from it is actually just nearly the act of just making time for yourself. Like that first initial thing going like, hey, I'm actually just going to do something for myself right now. Yeah. And put that, like schedule that time away. Yeah. Um, in terms of like how I feel after it, like I do now instead of the mantra-based stuff, if I'm, if I'm looking to calm down or to just like sort of break away for a bit, I really enjoy doing um, guided meditations. Great. So um, I have a, you know, playlist on my spotify account that i can just go through and just listen to someone talk yeah um and you know if my mind does sort of drift off i just come back to that voice for sure which has been that that stuff i've really enjoyed yeah yeah i think it's really helpful like especially starting out um it can feel quite daunting like what's the technique i don't know how to yeah um i would say an app is really great yeah like because it can just guide you through certain meditation techniques so for instance like um, some of the heart practices like compassion and loving kindness will steer towards feeling more love for self and love for others. Yep. Um, something like a grounding meditation where you're focusing on the ground, breathing out, it will f- help you feel more grounded. So certain, like if you choose a certain meditation, it's going to steer you in the direction of feeling a certain way perhaps. Um, so you can always sort of, you know, customize it to, you know what, I'm feeling pretty negative at the moment. So maybe I'll do a heart practice where I'll just sort of let things soften and, you know, wrap my arms around whatever it is that I'm feeling for a mm. bit. Or, you know, so you can sort of, cult- you can customize it if you're working with an app. So you can choose a certain practice. And generally when you scroll down, something will jump out at you. You know, it's like, oh yeah, that looks good. Whether it's like, hey, it's five minutes instead of 20, I've only got five minutes. Or whether it's some of the words that, that are used in the app, like peace or ease, yeah. generally, or like, energy or whatever it's generally you you'll look for what you need um but then also don't forget that if you forget your phone 
you still have that inner wisdom that you can just sit and close your eyes and just kind of feel back behind all the thinking for a bit whether it's a little bit more peaceful back there a little bit more easy or just simply listen to life listen to sounds as they're happening listen to emotion or feeling as it's happening listen to thinking as it's happening so it's a chance Mm. just to meet life as it's happening a really cool technique that i learned a long time ago that i don't use enough and i think that's maybe something that my next question is is like how to you know habit stacking is probably the way to do it to be honest yeah putting it with something else you do every day so you do do it but it was around that sitting in a room try and see something you've never seen before try and hear something and try and feel something so it's like great you know sitting in a chair okay i can feel it across my back yeah feel my um you know my ass sitting on this chair my feet on the ground you know it's bloody hot in this room i think my feet are really you know they're sweating up and then it's like oh shit i've never actually seen that little black dot where it's not painted it's actually quite annoying now that i look at it but i've never seen that before in this room yeah and then you know here like i can hear that fan just going off at the moment which is actually quite therapeutic so sort of just like taking my way through that yeah a couple times for sure and that's definitely like it's a it's just a chance to be present with life you know Mm. it's just a chance to check in on life and and as i said like when you're in that moment when you're looking at the black dot you're not thinking about the the email you didn't send or the because as i said present moment doesn't know all that stuff it's just it's just happening and it's a chance for you to decompress and just allow yourself to be with what what is do you know what i found as well that is nearly meditation for me is podcasting yeah okay so you're very present and you it's the most present i am in my day yeah i've no phone yeah like i can't not be listening to what you say because i have to conversate with you and i'm interested in what we're talking about so it's very hard to not be present while i'm doing it yeah so this is a this is a a mindfulness this is where you're most mindful it's i think it actually is like i've thought about it a lot i think that i don't realize how important this is for me yeah for sure connecting with people learning new things looking at someone in the eye yeah i'm in this room for an hour and a half to an hour focusing on conversation yeah and i'm not thinking about anything else while i'm in here that's great so you're really present and i feel like that when i teach meditation and you know teach yoga it's a, it's a chance to really be present with my experience really be mindful of of you know what my surrounds are and the mm. words that i'm using or you know how people are looking and and then meditation could be the step further where you're just learning to relax with what you're seeing, you know, like, because the opposite could be, well, the black dot, I've got to fix that now. Like, I've got to go and get yeah. out of pain. And like, it's always, because notice how, from my experience, I'm always trying to, I've, I've always sort of, I wanted to change something. It's like, it has to be this, or it has to be, or I've got this, and I, I've got the black car, but actually I wanted the red car, or I've got the house in Torquay, but I really wanted it on the Esplanade, or, you know, I'm wearing the grey t-shirt, I want the blue t-shirt, or... So there's always a grasping. So meditation is just to drop that and just let life be, mm. you know? And and as I said, it will let you be. Two other things now that I think about it. Because um, I think what's really cool about today and obviously the way that you practice meditation yourself and mindfulness, all those um, sort of categories is like it doesn't have to be a one-size-fits-all thing. And like you can do 20 minutes, you can do 30 seconds. Like I can yeah. do millions of different exercises. You can listen to guided meditations, whatever it is. Um but one thing I've actually found of late, which is unbelievable for me, and I actually want to like start practicing. I was doing it on the weekend. Was one of the coolest things where I can get present and really makes me think about myself and like out of my own body is getting up on a re- at a really high place. So right. when on the weekend I was at a bucks party, mind you, so probably not the right time to be doing this, but I was at a um. You have parties every weekend, do I? Do gee whiz, yeah, party guy and. 
I've stayed at hotels. You know when you're up on like a like a lot a high Looking floor down. and you look down at like the road, you can see the tiny people and you just go like, Holy fuck. Like I'm just a part of this world. Yeah. There is so much shit going on. Yeah. Like and you just watch cars drive around, you're like, I wonder where they're going. Like yeah. I have no idea what like Yeah. That and is the most mindful thing for me. I, I literally do it for like thirty minutes whenever I'm, I'm doing yeah. it. Yeah. And it's a looking out, it's like letting the mind expand. So it's going mm. from small, you know, contracted mind to you just kind of looking out look out of the window and just look how big the world is out there and just sort of notice that um you know that there's that person getting on with their life and that person's handing me their coffee and you start to see the human in people when you can look out and broaden your perspective and sort of um you know step away from this individualism or me culture and look out at the world you can start to see that like there's we're sort of cut from the same fabric yeah. we're this you know we're all doing the same thing and and there's and that can also open the heart of compassion you know you can start to see people and feel people's struggles and i'm having the same struggles as you are or you know like you can start to be more compassionate and kind with people you know you yeah. smile at someone who hands you your coffee rather than oh you served it too cold today or you know what like mm-hmm. you just start to see the human in people which is nice so looking out is a great technique and i think that's you know when you close your eyes you can do the same you can rest back and you can kind of look out you know, from behind the eyelids mm. and you can kind of just, you know, observe a little bit more. Observe rather than always just be like front on the front foot and doing and, you know, it's like just learn to relax and practice being is the idea. Can we, um, there's a part here around green spaces. Yeah. Now, was I, Darcy, did you put that in from my note or did you have a note on that, Ryan? Because I talk no, about I green, green spaces well, way too often. Yeah, let's talk about it. Why not? Well, I don't know much about them to be honest, but I just I feel like I play golf. Right. Um, and I did see that you had the golf at the Lululemon Day. Yeah, did I love. Did you do well? Um, so I play golf, and uh, <laughs> no, I, I love my golf. But it's for me. There's obviously the the side of doing golf, but I think for me it, it is a quite mindfulness activity as for well. Sure. Being in nature. Yep. Um, I used to live in Sydney where I was where the ocean, I'm sure it does the same thing for you, but it's almost like a cleansing tool of like going under the waves, feeling, mm. you know, certain things like I used to put my head under and just feel the wave sort of go through my body and feel like all the toxins like coming yep. out. Moved back to Melbourne and I reckon I literally had like a bit of seasonal depression in the sense of like, not actually depression, but like just different weather, different, like I couldn't get in the water anymore, wasn't living near the beach. Found golf and like walking around in amongst the trees, grass, phone in the bag, like actually going up to a trees, a tree or trees, and I know this sounds stupid, but going like, this thing's like giving me fresh oxygen. Like I'm yeah. really mm. as close as it is to recovery. Like people go into like hyperbaric chambers, but I'm like, man, this thing's given me like real stuff here. Like this is how close I am. So like as stupid it was, I was going like, I'm breathing in the freshest air of yep. all time. No, that's a great point. You know, nature can provide us an opportunity to do exactly that, like see something bigger than you. Mm. And I think it's really helpful because otherwise, like I said at the start, you know, I'm the center of my universe. You're the center of your own universe. And we don't sort of notice that actually I am because you are. Like if I don't look after nature, then um, I'll be no longer. Like nature is, we are. And the question that's often posed in meditation, this is a little bit of a deep sort of question, but, you know, am I in the universe or am I the universe? Am I in the universe? Hang on, or am I the universe? So if I am the universe, then it makes sense to look after, you know, pick up the paper or, you know, um, get out and look after the tree, plant a tree. I remember what was that show that, um, uh, it was Afterlife, do you remember, did you watch that show? With Ricky Gervais? That's it. Yeah. 
and he said something along the lines of, you know, kindness is when someone plants a tree, an old man plants a tree that he would never be able to sit under, yeah. you know, and, and experience the shade. So back to your question around green spaces, you know, it's a bit off the, the track, but I think it's an opportunity to just let things open. You know, when I get out in nature, I feel like there's something bigger than me and I can decompress. You're probably the same on the golf course because you miss it from the beach. Like there's something and all of a sudden my, my problems that I'm having and those small commentaries that I'm having in my mind and the conflicts, it's like I give up the inner battle and it's just like I allow life to, it's just, it's spacious, you know, and I forget my problems for a little bit and then I go back and there the problems are again. But mm. it's like stepping away from that small contracted individualism and noticing there's something actually bigger than you and it's really nice to connect with that so if you don't live in the city or if you don't live in the city that's great you'll probably get that every day but if you do live in the city and i you know i grew up living in an apartment and there wasn't much space around so you could still go out outside of your apartment look up at the sky and just let your mind expand because it's a chance to expand your mind and i think playing golf there's lots of space out there especially when you're probably you know on the fairways yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I knew we were going with that I appreciate that. Um, just on that, like we have this little brand called More Greens, and I think I've never actually explained the name probably in depth, but more like obviously there's a green in golf. It's colourful. It is green. Yeah, like golf is green. There's greens where you hit your ball on the green, but even just like eating greens. Yeah, and it's like more greens. Like it's just getting more green in For your sure. life. Like just more of those things, more oxygen, more time away, and like I just love that brand name so much that it's like. It's deeper than just like what the actual title is, but I was like, fuck, this is it's just more green. Just get more green into you. I mean, green is a good thing, you know, like green spaces, you know, like plants, you know, making friends with like eating less, you know, animals and so forth. Mm. I think it's all, it's helpful because let's face it, if we keep going down the path that we're going, like there's a lot of sort of destruction. I don't want to focus on the, the negative things that are happening in the world, but it's, it's nice that we're sort of having these conversations about more greens and meditation and, and kindness, because I think it's, you know, people are getting more in tune with that and it makes sure. sense. And that's our, I feel like that's our sort of, um, that's our baseline. That's our default mode to, to want to help people, to want to be kind, to want to help the planet, to want to, you know, rather than oh, I've got to get my, you know, I want to, what would be the opposite to that? Like I've got to construct my fourth house or whatever it is yeah. not not that that's a bad thing but you know like just to notice that actually this is pretty good right right now it's just enough you know we're, we're sitting here having a conversation this is pretty good you know that's i don't need all the stuff that i have because most of the time when i die like all the stuff's going to go anyway like someone mm. else is going to be driving my car some will be living in my house so it's like what's the good stuff actually this is it right now you know mm. this is it happiness doesn't happen when i get the esplanade i'll get it one day but it has does you know I won't, but you know what I mean? Like it's, Not with that attitude. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want it though, because then I'll probably want the house on in on Main Beach Noosa. You yeah. know, like it's just that we feed the wolf of more, but happiness happens in the present moment. So it's like, oh, actually, I've got it pretty good. You know, I've got like, my little baby at home. Yeah. I've got a beautiful partner. I'm, I'm pretty healthy. This is good stuff. Yeah, mate, I'm realizing that I don't know if it's being a dad or, or whatever it is at the moment, but I've never been... I'm not content. Like I, I really do want more, and I'm very hungry and, and driven to to succeed. And I don't even know what that means because I feel like I am succeeding, and not the sense of like monetary or anything like that. Yeah. Just like I'm succeeding because I'm in a career that I love and I'm very passionate yeah. about it. But I've never been more happy with a situation because it's like I know 
this is the fun time. Yeah. Not when you have everything. It's like the For growing. Sure. It's like being present and going like, no, this is actually the, the fun part. Yeah. Trying to get it. Because probably um, when you look back, when you get it all, you look back and you'll notice, yeah, exactly. That, that was the joy of yeah, getting there. You know, joy, like, yeah. <clears throat> and I'm not saying don't have goals and, and have aspirations. I think it's really helpful to do that. But also notice that enjoy the ride, like you're saying, you know, yeah. enjoy the, this sort of moment as well. And like, if you're not present, you don't know. And then, you, yeah, that's when it does. Because you're constantly it? just chasing yeah. more, you know, and you never really st- stop and smell the roses. So every now and again, mindfulness and well, meditation will help us stop, practice stopping, let the body relax and just smell the roses. Yeah. Love it. Um, should we get into some yeah, let's do techniques? Like, technique, yeah. Maybe even like if, if you can, and I'll let you uh, do this because it's your forte, but like if there's like a breath work, yep. then maybe a mindfulness technique, then we do a meditation technique as well. Sure. Um, wary of anyone out there, if they are driving, maybe don't listen to this. Yeah. We well, don't close so, your eyes. So we'll do, why don't we, um, so breath work is, in, is in, I, I love the fact that breath work is getting more and more popular these days yeah. because it's like, breath work is a way to soothe to work with your nervous system so the breath is a is a is a touch point into the nervous system so we can use breathing and the way that we breathe to influence our mood and our energy and mm-hmm. our nervous system so um the breath work you know it's a it's a whole sort of different beast we can you know increase the length of our inhale we can increase the length of our exhale and those two things like if i increase the length of my exhale i'll feel more grounded and mm-hmm. calm if i increase the length of my inhale feel more awake and alive when i inhale my heart rate goes up when i exhale my heart rate slows down so i can use the breath to either feel more awake i can use the breath to feel more grounded and calm can you repeat that so breathing out is more grounded yeah and breathing in is more energy awakening yeah so and so if i want to um awaken or i can um breathe quickly you know like a um or I can breathe more forcefully and that will make me more awake and energized. If I breathe slower and longer, it's going to help me slow things down and feel more grounded and calm. If there's a beautiful breath technique, actually, if you do have Spotify, I always recommend there's a, um, there's a, it's not like a song, but it's like a, just the sound. It's called two bells. It's coherent breathing, coherent breathing. So I mean, generally let's face it, we'll probably breathe like 15 to 20 times per minute. And, Coherent breathing is breathe in for six and out for six seconds. Mm-hmm. Now, when I do that, that's five times in one minute. Okay. And rather than focus on the one, two, the count, two bells is a soundtrack, and it's just the sound of two bells, and there's six seconds apart. So it's ding, and there's a, there's a nice hum in the background, and then it's a ding, and it's just six seconds. So coherent breathing is six in, six out, and it slows down the nervous system. It's a mindfulness te- technique because it brings your attention into the present moment. And it's also a great relaxing technique because it actually slowing down the breath will help you calm the nervous system. So that's, co- that's a good one. It's a ripper. I, I think we could even do it now. Like I'll, why don't I, I'll get it up on Spotify. Maybe Let's we can it. hold it into the microphone. And yeah. may, what if we just do two techniques today? One, we'll do coherent breathing yep. for a minute. And then the other, we'll, we'll just do a little short meditation practice for a couple of minutes. Love it. Does that sound good? Sounds fantastic. I already feel zen. That was a really interesting point, though, around the um, in and out. I didn't know that. Yeah. And, so, and so, I, I find that a little bit, and something that's been, something you said earlier that really rang true, uh, true to me was around don't do this when things, like, I, I feel like I'm definitely a meditator when I'm not at my best. Yeah. 
but I'm not doing it when things are going well, which is the opposite to a lot of things, right? Normally like, you exactly. do things where you're yeah. your best, but you don't do it when. Yeah, yeah. So for me, it's like meditation's this thing going, oh, I'm not having an anxiety attack. I don't need to meditate today. For sure. But maybe if I'm consistent with it, I won't have to worry about the anxiety attacks. Or even when I do, I'm more I'm okay. like, I have yeah. more, like you said, I have a better tool set. I have, my toolbox has not just the spanner, but it has a hammer, spanner, mm. you know, a screwdriver, a couple of now. So I'm more equipped to, to face the challenges in my life. Because let's face it, we all experience loss in our life. We all experience grief in our life. We all, all experience like disappointment in life. So mindfulness gives us, uh, the tools to be able to work through these things with more ease, to navigate through life with more ease. That is so good. Like, it's such a great point. I think that it's something that doesn't get said enough is I feel sometimes when uh, a lot of um, maybe people, you hear people talking about meditation and mindfulness, it's like there's this conception that they go, well, nothing ever bad happens then because if you do this, it's okay. It's like, no, no, like there's mm. still going to be heap of shit that happens, but you yeah. just deal with it better deal with it better you can be more relaxed you can be more kind and compassionate to yourself and to others you can learn from it um i think you know the mind doesn't spiral into the narrative and the commentary as much even though it does like you can bring it back to the present moment and look after what's happening now rather than the storyline which can take you off into Mm. thought uh, my experience with thoughts like if i think like if i was to say deal i really like that t-shirt it looks cool looks great on you matches your you know like your hair or you're like, oh, that feels nice. You might have a, that. Those thoughts, the thoughts might create a nice feeling. But if I was like, Dill, what the hell are you doing with that T-shirt today? Why did you choose that one? You'd be like, well, those thoughts might create some kind of negative emotion. Mm. So my thoughts create my emotions. So if I can steer my attention back to what's happening now and notice how I'm thinking and how I'm in relationship with the moment, then it's going to help me, um, as I said, look after my, my emotions and just be a little bit more kind with myself, you know, I think that's the main thing. I really hope that that sort of gets through to the listeners. Like, yeah. just be kind, you know, just be kind with yourself. Make friends with yourself. Make friends with your own mind. Even if it's busy, that's fine. Just make friends with a busy mind. Yeah. L- relax with life as it is. So cool. Otherwise, you're trying to make it something else. It couldn't be anything else than it is. You're trying to make it something else. And it's, again, we just get into striving. And so we'll let's, let's do some coherent breathing. Let's do that. Like, Can I tell you one thing? Yeah. Quickly? Before we do coherent breathing, I... Early in this year, I was I was do, you know becoming the reason I didn't want to. I probably have now realizing why I avoid being in the quiet spaces is because I'd only ever use techniques when I was struggling with something. Yeah. So if I had you know experiencing uh, experiencing like heavy anxiety or something like that, I'd do this sort of stuff. Yeah. But then I found that if I did it when I was okay, it would make me anxious because it was so connected to like right. bad okay. times. Yeah. Like, not okay. bad times, but yeah, like yeah, things yeah. Struggles. that I was, struggles. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, a negative connotation. Yeah, negative connotation to it. It was like, oh, I only use this tool if I'm yep. fucking cooked, you know? For sure. And what I actually realized through, I read this book called um, Dare. Right. Um, and it was around sort of um, anxiety and stuff. And I want to talk about this one day because I went through a really weird thing this year, but now I've like become best friends with my anxiety. And like, I don't even actually talk about it unless I'm helping yeah. people, you know, learn from it and educate yep. around it. I'm not educating anything. I'm talking things that I've read. And it's like, I don't even really acknowledge it anymore because I, I think that I made it such a personality trait for me that it was such a big factor. For sure. Whereas now I'm like, hey, man, like I'm me first. Yep. Like I'm not anxiety. I'm Dylan. Yeah. That's a part of me somewhere. But like, it's just a thing that I go, it's not my personality. It's not who I am. So anyway, when I read this book, Dare, inst- the, the main thing with this stuff is like running away from things and not wanting to deal with it. But the biggest thing I learned through it was like, I had to sit in it 
and it was so uncomfortable. Yeah. And it was so shit, but I just had to sit in it and almost trick myself into loving it. Yeah. And that's what happened through it. You know, it wasn't technically meditation. It was, it, well, it sort of it is. technically yeah, is. Yeah. yeah. It sort of was. But For sure. I fuck, it was so hard. But when I just kept sitting in it and like going, you know what? Yeah. Like I'm welcoming it. Like, yeah, come on in. Give me a fucking panic attack. I want this. You know, like sort of talking to myself about it. It sort of just faded away. For sure. And I think that's a really nice point. You know, like um, when you, what you, it's kind of cliche, but uh, some of the things that are cliche, they're cliche because they're true. Like what you resist will persist. Like if mm. I keep pushing it away, like what you resist, it's just going to keep banging me harder. It's going to knock at the door a little harder. And But what I turn towards starts to open and shift. Like when I turn towards my anxiety, when I close my eyes and I, and meditation is not going to always feel good. No. That's the thing. You know, it's like, it's not all going to. It's not like peace doves and, you know, certain sounds of the birds and the and the waterfall and so forth. You know, you're going to sit and, you again, you just, with a friendly attitude, you're sitting and noticing what's present. It's kind, and, yeah. Yep, and, and you're noticing your anxiety is present for that little moment in, in the day. And um, if you notice it and you just notice it with, an, with a careful, friendly attitude, then, you know, it's like you're welcoming in it for a cup of tea. Like, come in, sit down, have a take that's as long as you what like. That's you have to do. Yeah, yeah. that's it. That's yeah. the that's the message. Like, welcome it in, and it's not welcome it in. Like, you know, you know, I've got work. To, I've got to fold the washing, and I've got to get. You know, I've got to get the, the the dinner ready for Bella. Like, I'll probably be here for ten minutes, but I actually want you to get out. You know, yeah, it's welcome yeah. it in. Stay as long as you want. Yeah. Unpack your bags, chill out. You're my friend, man. Making come friends on, with bro. it, and when you when you turn towards your anxiety or your um your nervousness or when you turn towards your jealousy or your frustration from my experience it tends to open a little bit it tends to not have such a strong hold on you it's, it sort of ventilates it you're, you're sort of facing it and the other thing that i found that happened to me with it was i um through this like technique that you know you look at it now like it, it was a form of meditation is you actually because you're talking to it you're disassociating it to yourself yeah you know, okay. before we're saying like this is not me. Yep. It's just something. Yeah, so like, you step back away, step like, back from it. And you're giving it like, hey, welcome. Like, yep. come on. Yeah, but yeah. it's not like, it wasn't me, it was something else. Yeah, some people give it a name or give, yeah, their, give, their, a name, give it a, like an identity. Yep. Yeah. And you and step you, back away from it. You welcome, it. like, mate, literally come, like, come at me. Yeah. Like, give me the worst one you got. And I know that sounds kind of weird and a bit yeah. woohoo, but like it, you know, even if whatever you're experiencing, if you just close your eyes and you just meet it with kindness, then generally, and you're not trying to get rid of it or change it, you just meet it as it is. It couldn't be anything else, actually. So you're just making friends with your experience mm. in life. Didn't think we we're going here today, but I really like it. Really like it. I think oh, it's a really sharing, powerful Dylan. message. Yeah. No, I love thanks it. Thanks for sharing. Um, really, really uh, wouldn't do it if I wasn't with uh, good people. Um, let's get into some um, two bells. Okay. So, listeners, if you are at home and close you're your eyes. on the move, yeah, it would be nice to close your eyes. That way, it's just sort of or a soft gaze, at least, just so you're bringing yeah. your attention. You come back to your own energy for yeah. a moment. And if you are so. driving, guys, please don't. I, I do put people to sleep a lot with a lot of my stories. <laughs> But this one, maybe no driving, please. Okay. So just take a moment or two just to get comfortable. So if you need to find a better position in the seat if you're sitting or if you are walking or on the move, you might just park for a moment, be still. So step number one is always get the position of the body right. So take a few moments just to move around if you need. And then step number two, practice relaxing just a little bit more than you are right now. Notice how there's always something. See if you can 
Just get a little bit more tension free in the body. Now the word here is gently. I'll ask you to just gently make your breath a little longer and perhaps a little slower. Again, go easy with it. So just easy, slower breathing. Instead of 15 or 20 times in the minute, you might listen to the sound of the bell and synchronize your breath to the sound of the bell. So it's a six second inhale. And a six second exhale. Again, start slow, work into it. Six in. And six out. Body relaxed, let the breath be easy. mind wanders off, notice this is a chance to soothe your nervous system. Breathe in and breathe out again. out. Okay, and then take your time. A few moments, you might just drop the chin to the chest if you're sitting and blink your eyes open and closed a couple of times. Come back into the space around you or wherever you are. And then when you're ready, lift the gaze up and relax. Okay. So that one's coherent breathing. It is on Spotify. So if you want to check it out, it's called <coughs> Two Bells. And this is the sound of the bell. And you know what? It's Even if you did that for two minutes in the, in the morning, what a great way to soothe your own nervous system. What a great way to set up the day. So two minutes, coherent, or two bells, and it's under coherence, which is, um, I think it's a nice sort of thing to do. It's a nice thing. I love that. I um was actually better than I expected because I – in terms of my performance in that. And again, there's no good or bad yeah, meditations. Yeah, yeah. I, know, I, I totally know. agree. It's good but to talk about this stuff. Yeah, yeah. There was times where I was I was like I was in a meeting before you came in. I sort yep. of went straight back to that as soon as my eyes closed. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, okay, no, no, come back to my breath. And I'd also it was cool to notice when you drift off. For and sure. then come back in. And then I suppose like as it went on, like the quicker I came back to it. Yeah. And this is, and the nice thing about it is because it's a sound and it's the sound of the bell, you can kind of drop the thinking for a bit. You don't have to count. You can just listen to the sound. And, mm. 
And I always encourage the, you know, crew to drive around between meetings with this on in their car. I know it's like a little, you know, you might not, you want to listen to like Lana Del Rey or who, whatever. Mm. Who's your rapper again? Uh, Loyal Kana. Okay. Loyal <laughs> yeah. Kana. <laughs> so you could just press pause on that for a bit. And, yeah. and, you know, if you have had a busy day, then you're driving from one meeting then the next. I'm just going to work on what, with my nervous system a bit, bit for a little bit here. Or so you can with, do this. Seriously, you can do this. Yeah, eyes open. Eyes open. And Basically, just... this is just a, a technique to feel breathing. See if you, I mean, you can yeah. feel breathing. Just And th- that one's a good one to, again, it's a breath work technique. It's a it's a even ratio breath work, which will bring the, the nervous system into a little bit more harmony. So if you're feeling scattered, it might bring you down a little bit. If you're feeling lethargic, it could pick you up a little bit. Um, so it's an even technique, but also it's a mindfulness technique, especially when you close your eyes and you're right there with the breath as it comes in and you're right there with the breath as it goes out. It's a chance to just to be where you are for a few moments. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's a good one. A coherent breathing, I think, is a, is a it's useful because everyone can have a balanced breath. It's it's helpful to teach to the masses. Whereas if you're, I don't know, in this room, the three of us in here, I might be feeling um, nervous. You might be feeling relaxed. You know, you might be feeling scatty. So we all have different. So breath work is it was a bit more prescribed. Okay, so you you're going to do a slower de- exhale. Yeah. I'm going to do a longer inhale, and you're going to do a balanced breath. Yeah. Whereas a balanced breath is good for everyone because yeah. it's just going to bring the nervous system into harmony. So it's a good one to do every day. Really cool. Yeah. yeah. In, in terms of um, before you were saying around as well, like inhale for more energy, yeah. Outhale for exhale, um, yeah. Exhale, sorry for groundedness. Yeah. Is there a way that you can, you know, we don't have to go through them today, but even just like um, numbers of like, you know, inhale, right, sure. yeah, 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 just yeah. So, so, so if someone is sitting at office and they're like, yeah. "Fuck, I'm tired. I need to get yeah, some more yeah, energy." Yeah, for sure, hundred yeah. percent. Um, so I mean, you could breathe in for six and out for four. Yep. Or you could breathe. That would be more awakening. Mm-hmm. Or you could breathe. And depending on your mood, like don't force it, keep it gentle. Like breath work is always best practice lightly because if I'm feeling stressed and anxious, it could make me feel more stressed and anxious if I'm trying to push it or so um, a ratio of like one to two or two to one. So two to one would be more awakening Two inhale. So you might breathe in for six and out for three or in for, or you might make it like in for four and out for six would be a more a calming breath. Gotcha. But you kind of had to work a little bit with it, like to just kind of feel it out, you know, thrash it out a little bit with your own breath. Thrash is probably not the right word to, <laughs> to use, but you sort of feel it out a little bit, but get customize it to suit your mood and your day. But the idea is just lengthen the breath out, make it more calm. And I think the more calm abiding breath these days are going to be more helpful for everyone only yeah. because like we're all living in a sympathetic state we're all here there and everywhere we're getting things done you just went from one meeting to this i'm sure you got another one after this so it's like for you like and for everyone probably out there it's like calm yeah the grounded the, i think 90 percent of people were looking for more yeah. grounding um, so lengthen the exhale breathe in for four and out for six yeah love that yeah so cool um in terms of meditation Okay, so let's do a little meditation. This is purely, will just be a, a guided meditation that you can use any day. Do you have any of your, do you do any? Of yeah, your so own? I've got a, a yoga studio, yeah. an online yoga studio called It's All Yoga. Mm. And that's, yeah. um, it's got lots of different meditations on there. And you know, to be honest, they, they, they range from five to probably 12 minutes. I tend yeah. to not go longer than that. Yeah, it's a good and time. Good time. Yeah, so you can log on to that and, and check it out. And as you said, you know, there's lots of apps you can use. But this is one that you could just do in you, on your own. 
I'll t- talk you through the techniques. The technique will be step number one, get the position right. Yeah. So same as what we did before. So funny then when you said that because I was like a little bit uncomfortable at the start. And you're yeah. like, okay, yeah, make yeah, sure you're comfy. For sure. Be leisurely with it. Take yeah. a, a minute to set up and yeah. kind of – because in the moving, when you move around, you're getting more familiar with your own body and it's a mindfulness technique. You're getting – like you said, I can feel my sit bones on the, the chair. So step number one, practice getting the alignment of your body right. Yeah. Question, sorry. Yeah. This is in. good. It's teach me, it's please. It's teach so. me, please. So, and I've, it's all the questions that I wish, you know, I was too scared to put my hand up and actually ask when I was in these sessions. No, no laying down. Um, yep. Laying down, standing up, sitting down. Standing up sometimes gets a little like wobbly. wobbly. Laying down, I have a tendency to nod off. Yeah. To and sleep. Same. I'd fall yep. asleep. Um, so, sitting up seems to be the, the balance between the two. Yeah. And, um, Sitting with my back against the wall can sometimes be helpful, or sitting against away from the support of my chair, and I have a stronger back, so yeah. it's like a, a relaxed, strong back, but a relax my shoulders or something like that can feel feels more attentive. Yeah. Um. So you're looking for a position that's relaxed but attentive. Yeah. On my back, I'm relaxed. Yeah, sleepy. Off I go. I even find that in the chair sometimes. If I lean back, you do get a bit sleepy as well. Sluggish. And, yeah. You know. So it's, there's an attention to attentive, it. Attentive. attentive. So posture, number one, we'll, we'll look for attentive and relaxed. We'll do that together. Step number two is just to scan the body and practice relaxing more. And that's going to be great for, that could be it. Just park it there, open your eyes and off you go. But just look to get a little bit more tension free. And then all we're going to do is we're just going to, with a friendly attitude, listen to life. So we'll, we'll listen to sound and that will change every day. And then we'll come into the body and we'll just listen to something yeah i'll guide you through love it i feel like we're doing fucking bikram uh meditation at the moment. <laughs> yeah, in this room. It is. that's, a, that's another a, way to do this it this is a melbourne hot day it's yeah. i mean few and far between lucky we only have two weeks of summer in melbourne yeah. and we'll be back in the winter back, soon yeah we'll be back complaining later <laughs> yeah. um fantastic so eyes closed obviously eyes closed or soft gaze your choice yep soft gaze is that like just a soft gaze is kind of like just look to a space in front of you and it kind of blurs you know when you sort of soft soft gaze and things mm. blur so you're not really focusing on anything the 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 the, the eyes aren't flickering all over the shop yep. so if you feel more comfortable closing your eyes closing your eyes do that otherwise soft gaze just right. FYI for everyone I'm, I'm closing my eyes yeah me too alright so let's get into it again take a few moments just to stop what you're doing find a position that's comfortable sitting if it is helpful lay down and then just set up the body so use the wisdom of your own body just can you feel the position in a way that's attentive awake but at the same time it's easy let the body relax And then there tends to be always somewhere, but step number two, practice getting a little bit more tension-free than you are now. And you could get more and more subtle with that. So perhaps the forehead relaxes or perhaps the, the hands soften a little. Let go of the belly. And then notice the feeling of breathing. Notice how your breath is happening now. 
and go for the feeling. Is it in the belly right now or is, is the breath up in the chest right now? Where are you feeling the breath right here in this moment? And then just let your attention lightly rest on the breath. And then open the ears for listening. So just You might just let the doorways of the ears open. Notice the movement of sound that's occurring right now. Notice how sound is changing. Just with this friendly attitude, listen to sound. And then stay with the listening. Might you just come into the feeling of your own body for a moment? A nice chance to notice the body's communicating and you could just simply listen for a moment. Notice sensation or where the body feels warm or cool. Perhaps there's a little tightness or something that's tugging at your attention to be heard. Again, just with an attitude of friendliness, it's like just to meet your own body for a moment today. And then check out, is there anything else that's present? Maybe it's a, a thought or an emotion that you've been working with for a few days or maybe just right now. Nice chance just to with a kind, attention you might meet that for a moment so notice life is happening now and what's it like just to be present with life as it's happening now Okay, and then just come back into feeling the body and from the body feel out into the space around you. So check out the space in front and behind, feel out to the left and the right. Now when you're ready to blink the eyes open, do it a couple of times, open and close the eyes. Just come back into the seeing and the colors, the textures. And then when you're ready to lift the gaze up, go ahead, lift the gaze up and, and rest. Okay, so the technique was number one, set up the body. Number two, relax. Then we brought a mindfulness technique in, which was just breathing. So we just focus on the breath, the feeling of the breath. And that could have been it. You could have just let that be the meditation and got on with you know, practice breathing mindfully for a minute, bring your attention into the now and then let go and then get on with the rest of the day. But then what we did was we stayed, the breath was an entry point into what was happening now. And then we just practiced simple listening. So we stepped back from the doing and we were just able to practice being for a moment, being with that sound, 
being with my own body, mm-hmm. the feeling, being with anything else. Maybe it's a, you know, you, you're thinking about someone, or there was some kind of inner conflict that you're going on. You know, that might be going on right now. So it's just a chance again. Bring friendliness, friendliness into it. Wrap your arms around whatever it is that's present with friendliness, friendly listening, friendly feeling. And that's all it was. We we're just living. Life was happening live, and we were living. I'm big on the guided. Yeah, I really like that. Yeah, especially if you have a busy mind, start with the guided. At some point, um, no, nah, no point. You know, stay with what works. Yeah. I think that's that's helpful rather than trying to. No, you have to get somewhere. Just do what works, you know? You, you'll probably just end up finding what you need is best for you anyway. How do you feel now, Dil? I feel really good, man. I'm not just saying that because we're on a podcast and yep. you're sitting in front of me, but I genuinely feel very good. Steady. How would you describe it if you were describing it to like... Well, I felt quite tired yep. before and I just feel like... I, I feel like just I'm awake. Yep, okay. Yeah. And you know that relaxation response of when you just stop, the body can relax and that's a good thing too, you know, mm. just let things relax and take the lid off the pressure cooker for a moment i like what happened as well because you know at the end how you were like you said um when there's something if there's a thought just go to it because it's sort of almost as we were saying before with everything the more we fight it yeah just it, it just keeps coming back in the mind anyway so it's like you know what if there's a thought okay just go think about it finish it yep. then come back to the breath or, yeah we'll just check it out for a bit mm. you know just meet what's present life is right here for us so it's like just be with life as it's happening that's meditation you know trying to get rid of it or fix it or make it better just allowing life to be there was a listener question um here and i think we sort of actually answered it which was was really cool it was like how can we integrate meditation into our daily routines and how many times do we need to do it but yeah. i might even answer that question deal I, I first of all i love that you got listener questions but go yeah. ahead firstly you've got to work out with you you don't want it to become a chore don't okay no secondly habit stacking Great. Put it with something that you do every day. Yeah. So whether that be, you know, kettles on. Yeah. Um, and you can have a minute to just sort of be yourself, think about, you know, listen to the kettle boiling, what can you feel in the room, go to your breath. Great. Um, we obviously had the two techniques that we went through before about the breathing and the guided. Yep. Um, daily routines, there's the ones that we can do in the morning while you're in bed. So that minute, yep. whatever it is. And just on that, I yeah, know do, I think in. it's it's helpful to do meditation in the morning only because let's face it, okay, I wake up, I'm gonna get out and attack my day, and at about three o'clock this afternoon, I'm planning to do a meditation. But you know what? Then I get a phone call at two thirty, and I've got a meeting now at three o'clock. So yeah. it generally never happens, you know. Yeah. Get it done in the morning. Just get it done. Get it done. Go and brush your teeth, wash your face, come back, sit on the seat for two minutes, and voila, or do it in bed like you said you know before you roll out just have a little time to sit and maybe you'll make more time for it because meditation gives you time it doesn't give you time on the clock but it gives you time to think more clearly and see more clearly so mm. it gives your mind more space so in the morning is a great place to start the day with love that and then what what else to so keep going i think there was the um yeah, that was it. Just basically, it, yeah. like, yeah, sit still. How do I? A person struggles to sit still because they have a busy schedule, but I just, just got to make time in the morning. Yeah, two minutes. It's it's not much. I mean, you can. I mean, it's sometimes if you like, you know, you got your your baby boy now, but um, yeah. I mean, everyone's going to have a different lifestyle, so you you look for a moment where you could just, you know, I do it after a run. A lot of the mornings, I'll. I'll finish my run and just cut my run a couple of minutes short and sit on a park bench or just sit and feel my body and focus on breathing and let things relax. I think it's helpful. I tend to run every morning and, you know, I'll, I'll do it after something that I'm already doing. 
maybe I'll make my run instead of 60 minutes, I'll make it 55 and sit for five minutes. You know, mm. I feel I feel like that's a nice thing to do. Love that. Um, if we go through t- three takeaways today that you'd want someone leaving to know yeah, from meditation, mindfulness, mindlessness. I really love that word, by the way. I'd Great. never heard of it being used. I think it's really relevant. Um, one, two, and three, I might start. Um, top, t- top three takeaway tips for beginners. Number one would be not doing it when you need it. Yep. Doing it even when you don't. Great. Because I think that's a big trap that I fall in a lot. Yep. It's just that consistency of like, as we said earlier, doing it when I think, fucking, you know, I need to meditate now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's probably nearly, it's not too late, but it's like if maybe I was doing it a bit earlier, maybe I wouldn't get to this stage. For sure. Um, that's a big one for me. So the consistency of even when things are going well, staying on top of it. Two is something that we talk about a lot, um, but in this sense, and I think it's really relevant, is the habit stacking. Yep. Always building something in with a new one that you want to entice. And I think the one, you, you know, we mentioned a couple of times now, but the putting the kettle on or making a coffee in the morning. Yep. It's always something that a lot of people do or whatever it is in your day and just being mindful in that time. Yep. What would yours be? First one um, for a beginner, start slowly, slowly. Yeah. Take your time, one minute. Don't think don't think you have to be doing this stuff for like 20 minutes to have any benefit. Actually, one minute can have a lot of benefit. So small steps would be the first step. And then number two, keep it simple. Just sit, relax, breathe, be where you are. Keep it simple. It does. You're not trying to get anywhere. You're not trying to transcend. You just, it's a moment of being. You just allow yourself to be where you are. Practice, you know, stop the doing for a moment and the grasping and just practice being allow life to reveal itself so number one no time just allow yourself to to start small and number two um i would say keep it simple and then i'll add number three because i think you said three but i'm gonna say be kind with yourself so whatever you do just bring in kindness whatever the practice is bring in an attitude of kindness and friendliness whether you whether you do your minute and it's a it's a terrible minute because you think that your mind was busy. No, actually, it was a good minute. Like, because you just practiced. You know, you sat and you practiced. And as I said, you're gonna get the ball in the hoop some mornings, and some mornings you're not. Thank you, man. Dill, it's been a pleasure. I really learned a lot today. I'm not even yeah, really, really um, relevant, especially going into a time that we are now with December. Things are just fuck, like they are crazy, and I know the world's always crazy, but you know there is a little bit of a heightened yeah emotional you know, physical um, sort of exhaustion that takes over this sort of time with, you know, Christmas parties, family, all those bits and pieces to be able to have this sort of skill and have it, you know, maybe just try it once over the break and build it into your, sure. your schedule whenever you can is really important. Yeah. And it's like any ritual, like I said, you know, like we all have a morning ritual and if you can bring it in little and often, it's going to be, it's going to be great. And I think it's that motivation is do it for the crew at home as well. Yeah. Really good point. If uh, people want to learn more, which I know they will, where can can they find you? Can yeah, like where do you do your classes? Um, so you can find me on um, on Instagram, Ryan Mannix. I tend to we have some events around town called At Peace, which yep. are really lovely meditation events where we bring people together and talk about peace and what is peace and how we can work peace into our the way that we live in the world and so forth. Um, so At Peace, that's always um, on Instagram. And also, um, it's all yoga. I have an online yoga studio, so you can jump on and practice meditations. Also, yoga, if you're interested in starting out with yoga. I've had a lot of, you know, experience with working with beginner, you know, crew. I've worked a lot with athletes, AFL clubs, World Surf League, bas- you know, national basketball crew, okay. Olympic runners. So, I really love that space where people are just sort of 
want to do it but don't know how. So there's yeah. a lot of classes on there where, where you might be able to just sort of dip your toe in the water and enjoy the benefits of yoga. Fantastic. Well, we'll um, definitely put that in the, the show notes and uh, the part of me in my brain that I will never switch off as much as I try but I, I don't want it to is thinking what's next. Yep. And I'm going to get you to commit on it on camera and audio so you can't um, back out and you'd feel weird to say no. Is <laughs> I'll say I, yes. I'd love to... Um, catch up and do a session with our run club great and we could do like a yoga session or we could do like a breath work meditation session we'll get the whole crew together down yeah we'll do something in the new year we'll do a run and we'll have some mindful running and then we'll finish with some i mean you you lead the run but i'll lead a small small section of mindful running you lead it all i think you you lead it all you know what's really crazy we could talk about this forever but running is oh fucked up like what it does for your mind it's so crazy but it's beautiful isn't Isn't it? it it's like such a good thing and um I love the community. Like so many people are getting around run clubs and it's mm. fantastic. It just brings people together. And I think, you know, it, it just, again, champions that picture of um, there's something bigger than me. Mm. But even with the breath work thing, and it's like you're, you're doing breath work. Oh, 100%. As and all, you're doing it. Like yeah. it's crazy. And you're self-regulating. You're learning yeah. how to relax your shoulders up Anderson Street or you're learning how to like, you know, uh, move more mindful. It's just, it's being great. present. Just being like, just gonna get to that tree, and all you're thinking about is that next like one yeah. k, and you just got to narrow in. And like when you're exhausted, in a really weird way, you actually can't stop. You actually can't think about anything else because you're so fucking tired. Oh yeah, hundred like, percent. So when's your run club? Is it once a month? Oh uh, yeah, once a month we're doing it at the moment. Next great. year we'll ramp it up. But we want to do a road to the Gold Coast Marathon next year. Oh yeah, good. So marathon. eighteen weeks out. We'd love to. We we might have to get you back in and do some tips around some, some yeah. stuff as well. I'll I'll be up there with the Little Lemon Crew. We have yes. a little clubhouse, and yep. so you can come and say we're, we're, there. We'll be we'll be a part of that too. Yep. And then also, um, yeah, I'd love to come back in. It's been Mate, fun. Fantastic. I really appreciate it today. It's been um, it's been awesome. Mate, thank you again. Thanks, Dylan. Um, thanks, Start off some special times for us. So thank you. Okay. KO's got you covered for this footy season with every game of every round live and ad break free during play. AFL, here we go. Carlton versus Melbourne with no ad breaks during play. That is going to be an absolute banger. Last time these two uh, got together, well, not the last time, when I was there, I kicked three. Freo versus Swans, live with no ad breaks during play, exclusive in Victoria. And the Hawks versus Saints, live with no ad breaks during play, is going to be an absolute blockbuster. It's a must win for both of these teams. And don't forget the NBA playoffs. Gee whiz, they are going off at the moment. So many big games to mention, and they will be absolutely enthralling. Watch every game live with both Eastern and Western conferences live with ESPN on KO. There's absolutely plenty of room for everyone, so get on board with KO. Now also available on Hubble.